Welcome to the ENS HQ podcast, the only show you need to help you become a better ENS domain name investor. Join your hosts, TJ Larkin and Mike Higgins, as they dive deep into the world of Web3 domain names and bring you actionable ideas, concepts, and tips on how to make smarter decisions on your ENS investing journey. If you're looking to up your game as an ENS investor, or just want to learn what all the excitement in the space is about, you've come to the right place. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the ENS HQ podcast. Your host, Mike Higgins, and co-host, but the guy who actually knows more about ENS than anybody else in the world, TJ Larkin. What's up, man? Hey, how's it going? We're... Happy to have you back. We've missed you for a little bit. I know your uh, real estate business has taken off, which is awesome, but uh, glad to have you have you back here and getting back in the ENS world. That's it, man. I appreciate it. The You are the foremost knowledgeable person in the entire universe when it comes to ENS, as said so by Twitter. So, um, is that right? Was there a poll? Hey, you, just launched, you just officially launched a newsletter, and uh, I think it's probably a good thing to chat about with everybody that's listening to the podcast. Tell us a little bit about it. I just signed up, got an email ready to rock and roll. What, what, uh, so tell me about the newsletter and also then, you know, what, what should people expect from the newsletter and, uh, how much money are they going to make when they opt into the newsletter? Just millions. It's just like guaranteed you opt in and you're gonna make millions. No. Um, yeah. So we released, uh, released the newsletter. Um, and the goal is to really kind of be similar to, you know, the inspiration came from newsletters like uh, Milk Road specifically, and then Morning Brew, The Hustle, things like that, where it gives you a good breakdown of what's happening in a really quick, easy to read, easy to like nice visuals, looks professional, give you a good overview of what's been going on in the space. Again, right now, the plan is to be doing it once a week. And have it be, you know, the type of thing where either A, you kind of weren't as on Twitter for the week, so it's a good recap, or maybe you were on Twitter and you just want to see, hey, what was the biggest news or was there anything I missed? Or honestly, one of the big, one of the things we're going to be doing is featuring some of the best tweets of the week. Mm. So we did that on the first one. There was uh, four of those. True was on there, Visit, and Drea, I think. And so, you know, it's kind of kind of cool to be featured in what will hopefully become the the premier ENS newsletter, uh, for, for a long time to come. So I would say definitely go to the website, uh, subscribe, get on it. Actually go to my Twitter at TJ Larkin 23. The website's getting revamped right now. Um, or you can go to enshq.beehive.com. But yeah, it's exciting. That's pretty cool. So you you mentioned the milk road that has recently sold not too long ago, but, uh, rumors in Twitter is like, this guy Larkin with deep pockets is the one who bought it. Are you, did you yeah. just buy the milk road and turn it into the ENS HQ newsletter? You know, I'm not allowed to discuss that. Right. Sean has okay. really good NDA. So I, I can't get into uh, my, uh, my part in that, in that sale, unfortunately. Well, let's, uh, let's shift gears. Last time we talked, we were talking about ENS domains. Obviously we we're talking about first names, last names, why it's a good idea to be in the names. Um, and then also, it was probably a bad idea, not necessarily a bad idea, but we were talking about corporations a little bit, right? We touched on that a little bit. And uh, recently there's been a big corporation uh, that has had some interesting news around their .eth name in the Tesla space. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah. 
Well, I believe it just happened yesterday or maybe maybe the day before. Uh, a bid went out on Tesla.e for eighty thousand um, dollars, and so that's that's pretty big. Do we know although, who owns it right now? Uh, I don't. I don't know who owns it. It's it's not Tesla. I mean, I'm pretty confident it's it's not Tesla. So um, okay. yeah. Again, the the question is: Is this? So there's multiple things going on here, right? Is this Tesla who made that bid? Is it not? Uh, we, I don't believe we know at this point, but it is interesting to see, you know, with these bids like this, again, there's always the fear that it's, it's wash trading, but usually with wash trading, meaning people selling it to themselves just to get attention, they usually mm. just sell it. They don't do, they don't do bids. Um, I, they probably right. should if you're trying to trick people, but, um, because bids generally means like, Hey, I'm offering you this money and we don't know yet if the person's going to take it or not. Um, so usually we, we mostly in the space as of this point, trust the bids are legitimate from somebody. Again, we don't know if it's Tesla or somebody who just thinks they can buy it for 80,000 and then sell it to Tesla for a million and make a 10 X on, on that much money. Um, but it's just interesting because that's a lot of money, even though people uh, were commenting, you know, that's so cheap for Tesla in this market. I, I disagree. That's, that's a lot of money. If I own Tesla right now, I would absolutely take that. If anybody was going to pay me 80 grand for, for a domain, I probably spent, you know, 40 bucks on. Right. Um, but I know we had discussed in the past that, you know, investing in corporate domains is not the smartest thing to do. And yet here, you know, two weeks later, we're saying that a corporate domain got an $80,000 bid. How can both of those things be true? Right. Well, I think there's a caveat to that though, right? You got to also, there's not one tried tested and tried true rule for every single thing, right? Everything lives in the middle, never on the polar ends of the extremes. And you got to think about, uh, you got to think about Elon Musk. I mean, think about Dogecoin. Remember when Dogecoin was the best thing in the entire universe for four days? Mm -hmm. I mean, yep. who was pumping that a lot? I mean, Elon understands the crypto space and he was an was and is an early adopter. Um, so it wouldn't be crazy to me to think that one of the early corporate names that goes would be tesla.eth just because elon has some validity in that space i mean could that be part of it as well and is that how you would look at it i mean sort of i i would look at it more just from the perspective of to to kind of come back to what we talked about last time with corporate domains my my thesis on the investment angle on that was specifically not to invest significant money into them Right. It wasn't, is Tesla.eth worth anything? Of course, I believe Tesla.eth is worth a lot of money, or IBM.eth or Amazon.eth. These are worth a lot of money potentially, but I'm just saying, in theory, it's not a good idea to be investing significant money into those because of the risk of trademark issues, only one buyer, things like this. But I think you're proving a good point of the outlier aspect that while I, I, totally believe everything I've said in the past, there are of course are going to be some corporate domains that sell for, you know, six figures, maybe even seven figures at some point. And the obvious, the obvious ones there, Tesla is probably one of the most obvious ones, you know, Tesla, um, Amazon.eth, Nike.eth. I mean, these, I absolutely believe will sell for six figures. Um, right. And the reason for that is these are mainstream brands, right? So not only is Tesla one of the most valuable companies in the world, right? Top, I know it's lost a lot, but still very, very uh, valuable company, but it's also so well known amongst the public, right? So 
that gives it that desire for people to to potentially want to have it, which could also make the should make the company want to have it to not let other people have it, if that makes sense. Right. right. Where you could also have a company that's bigger than Tesla that is not, you know, some infrastructure company that that domain's not going to be nearly as valuable or interesting because it's not a public facing company the way Tesla is one of the most public facing companies in the world. Right. How are you feeling about overall? I mean, this wasn't on our list of things to talk about, but how are you feeling about um, macro level crypto market? You know, the outside of just the ENS bubble, let's say, mm-hmm. uh, looking at a kind of a macro level and just for context of why this question is because um, from somebody like me, right, who I'm not immersed like you, which is part of the point of us being even together, because then I have different questions from the mm-hmm. not like somebody Absolutely. who would be a novice in the industry. But from the outside, you look at, you know, the FTX stuff, right, blew up. And everybody's talking about crypto in this negative light. And then it seems like the narrative in crypto has like gone away, like you don't hear anything about it unless you're in the space specifically. And now everybody's talking about AI. It's like everybody Mm -hmm. forgot about crypto and they're talking about AI. Does that help? Does that hurt the industry? How do you feel about it? Um, I guess I'll try to just leave it open-ended, but that's the context for the question. Yeah, it's it's mostly true, although you may not be aware in the last week or two, crypto has pumped a lot recently. So I think Mm -hmm. uh, Bitcoin and ETH are up, I don't know, maybe 20%, 25%, something like that. So um, and some some tokens, some you know, there's there's a lot of momentum just in the last two weeks. Now a lot of people are worried that it's you know it's a fake you know uh, move up that it's just going to come right back down again. Who knows? But yes, overall, when you say the uh, what is the general public discourse around crypto, it's it's relatively quite low right now. Obviously, mostly when you hear about it in the mainstream now, you're only hearing about FTX and frauds and the SEC lawsuits and you know basically negative things. And yeah, that's that's not ideal, but I think and and you're totally correct. All the excitement is is aimed at AI, uh, and rightfully so. Uh, AI is going to be a very you know game changing technology for humanity, just as crypto is. But I look at it, and I think a lot of the uh, the people been in the space even longer than me, the more serious people in the space, look at times like this as the best times because the noise goes away and you it really allows you to focus on high quality projects. It allows builders to focus on building high quality products. And I know that may sound kind of like, Oh, are you just saying that? And it's like, well, no, because what happens is when everything is pumping, you don't even have to build a good project. You could have a half-ass project that all of a sudden three, four X's and you get all these VCs throwing you money. And now you're focused on raising money and all the attention you're getting and not actually building a good product. So without right. eyeballs, without attention, it allows you to just say, let's build something so that when that next bull run starts, we built something super high quality that we can get all that attention. And so that's what I'm in the process of doing right now with the NS um, HQ, with all the stuff we're building there. Yeah. Do I wish there was, you know, a, tons of excitement from the mainstream or even mainstream crypto on ENS right now? Yeah, that'd be great. But it's also not necessarily bad when you're trying to build, whether it's your personal brand, whether it's an actual brand, like I'm doing both. Um, there, there's a lot of benefits to the quiet calmness, like the serious people are the only ones left, not the people coming in just trying to make a buck. 
Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. There's probably also yeah. a world where the two, the AI and the crypto ENS work together as well in the future, right? Which just amplifies things at a whole Absolutely. different level, which yes. would be kind of crazy. There, to think there will about. be a lot of, of intersect there for sure. Right. Yeah. Let's uh, shift into Bology. You had mentioned um, yeah. a tweet. Was it a tweet that he just made that you were talking yeah. about? Yeah. Bology. Uh, I don't know how to say his last name. I'm not even going to try. But he's. Uh, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's there's long. probably one that is on Twitter that everybody knows like there. Yeah. If you're in, if you're in crypto at all, just type in Bology. He, he's the one who comes up. So right. he's, you know, B-A-L-A-J-I for those yeah, that don't yeah. have him. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's considered one of the smartest people in all of crypto. Um, he, I, I think he was like the CTO of Coinbase when it first started, like way back in the day, he's been on Tim Ferriss a bunch of times. His podcasts are always super popular, very long. Cause he talks, he somehow talks really fast, but can just keep going for a long time because he has so many interesting thoughts. But he's been one of the biggest proponents of ENS for a long time. You can find tweets from 20, I know from 2019, but maybe even 2018 of him talking about the value of ENS. And nobody was talking about it back then. Um, and so he's always been looked at as somebody who uh, is a great asset for ENS, even though he doesn't talk about it as an investing standpoint, kind of like what I focus on. He just talks about it as a a technology that can change the world. And mm-hmm. I kind of build upon uh, what he talks about, which yes, he's correct. And therefore it may make sense to invest in this protocol that's so valuable. But he had tweeted last week. Uh, I'll read it right here. It's really short. It just says email lists are good. ENS lists will be better. And so what he's, so that's pretty, you know, pretty strong praise from, uh, from a guy as important as him. And what he's talking about is, the decentralization aspect and the ability to control your uh, your fans, not control them, but have access to them completely in all types of ways, as opposed to just having their email, which does go through centralized servers. Um, but also, you know, one of the things we we talk about as well is what makes NFTs, which ENS domains are NFTs, so cool, right. is that you can what we call airdrop them things whenever you want. And you, so what he means by this is when you have somebody's ENS name, like if you have their email, all you can do is send them an email. That's mm-hmm. it, right? When you, have an e, when you have their ENS name and they're a fan, you can airdrop them you know, a, a video that only your, your highest fans get. You can give them token gated, you know, because that's like a token. You, can get, you have to have access to get behind this paywall you, you get, you know, to come do a meet and greet. There's all kinds of things you can do when you have access to somebody's wallet, which again, your ENS is your public key to your wallet. So anyway, it's just great to see, you know, people like him writing about ENS somewhat frequently. And at some point, the rest of the NFT community is going to pick up on this and things are going to go a little crazy, which is funny, leads us to, I think our next thing we want to discuss well, Which that's just the, interesting. Let me pop yeah. like on that for a minute. Cause you're thinking like, even with your newsletter, right? Like that's a huge, I mean, everybody, when they're marketing, any marketer, whether it's in any space is talking about open rates, click through rates, all this stuff. And, and your email inbox becomes noisy. But if you have access to somebody directly via an airdrop for an email or a token or whatever, I mean, that's basically like me making a phone call directly to you one-on-one on it. Right. I mean, there it's, it's direct, direct access. Like there'll probably be yeah. a day that we're talking 20, 
10, 10 to 20 years from now, where that becomes um, noisy, like email, like your email inbox can be right now, but early adopters to that, it could be really significant. Absolutely. Yeah. And it can actually be a little noisy now. I know um, there is a lot of spam airdrops because again, it's, it's all public. Uh, so, so you can do that stuff, but there are people building right now, tons of tools to allow communication between ENS domains. I think right. one of them is called nifty chat right now. I haven't dug into it, but this is something that many people are working on is this ability to say, how can you, how can wallet there be wallet to wallet communication? And one of the big things everybody is fully aware is you don't want people to just be spamming because that could get crazy. So there mm -hmm. will be way, you know, permission set up and, you know, so that, that problem is an easy problem to solve over time. And then once they solve that, yes, it will be, you know, all the benefits of, of email, but, you know, tons more benefits on top of that. So plus the decentralization factor of not needing um, any intermediary like you need right now. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. pretty interesting. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> Let's, uh, so there's a public uh, <laughs> fight <laughs> for recent domain name we were talking about before we hit record and then we kind of just hit pause on the conversation to have it now um tell me a little bit about what you were seeing taking place on twitter in recent yeah. days yeah uh so it's a, a really interesting development this is the story the main thing i wrote about in the newsletter um i wrote a little bit in the letter and then i, I also had a twitter thread you can check it out where i go into more detail but maybe this this might be enough for people if you're listening to this so one of the things we've talked about in ENS for a very long time about why it can be such a good investment is the fact that they ENS domains are one of ones. So I write, I talk about this a lot. There's an infinite amount of ENS domains because you can just make as many as you want, which is great in its own way. But then individual names are only one of ones, right? So you kind of get the best of both worlds of, you know, like, like other NFTs. So anyway, that this is a, a, a foundational aspect to understand is that each domain is a one of one. So the, one of the things we've been talking about is when, as ENS grows and becomes the, uh, the status symbol, uh, web three domain name, TLD, again, unlike dot crypto dot wallet, all these things, dot ETH is going to be the, the one that shows that you have the status, right? It's just like com is for, for web two. Right. Right. So What's, what's going to happen is we're going to get to a point where there will be a name, let, you know, the, the one that this happened on, we'll get into in a second, is a, is a four-digit number. But let's make it more obvious. It's like, okay, John.eth, as we've discussed, well, there's only one John.eth. But how many people will want John.eth? Probably hundreds of thousands in, in the future. A lot of Johns. Yeah. And so what will happen when there's only one? Whoever owns it will have to decide how much they're willing to let it go for. And the, and the person who wants it, who doesn't have it, will just have to bid up to whatever that number is, right? So if that person says, look, I'm not letting this go for 100K, that person, you, if you want it, you're paying 100K, like period. There's mm -hmm. no other way around it, right? Mm -hmm. And then maybe that person gets it and goes, geez, I, I'm rich. I'm not letting this thing go for 500K. Well, then the next John comes along and it's like, you either pay the guy 500K or you don't get it, right? And this is gonna happen with high quality domains that many people want. And so- We've been predicting this for a long time. I think you and I even talked about this maybe on the first or second episode. And so it finally happened in a way that we can fully see and understand what's going on. And it's, it's exciting because exactly what I just said is, is happening. And so what happened is the uh, multiple people who, let's just stick with Bored Apes and CryptoPunks, the two biggest NFT projects, 
they have numbers associated with them. Okay. So you're CryptoPunk146 or your board ape 258, whatever, right? Yep. So CryptoPunk2523 owns 2523.eth, right? And those those four digit numbers are already valuable just in and of themselves. The floor right now to get one is around 1.5 ETH. Okay. okay. Let's make, let's use uh you know, essentially round numbers for US dollars to make it easy to understand the difference here. So we'll call it, call it two grand just to make it easy. That's like the floor. And this is not a special number, right? That's not zero, 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 or one, two, three, four, just random numbers. So it should be around 2000 bucks, maybe 3000 bucks. But the person who owns it is a very wealthy person. You can look in their wallet and see they have a lot of very expensive NFTs. Um, so they own CryptoPunk 2523. And so that person wants that domain because it is, you know, it associates right. with how they feel about themselves, their CryptoPunk. Well, it just so happens there's a board ape 2523 who's also very wealthy, who also wants his four-digit number, .eth, for it because he has the board ape of that number. Mm. So he has been bidding on 2523.eth, and I believe the last I saw it got up to 20 ETH um, that he was bidding on this number. And so that's around, call it $30,000. So it's worth, you know, again reasonably $3,000. And yet this guy is bidding $30,000 on it. And the holder is not, has not taken it. As far as I know, she, I believe it's a woman. She did not take it. Okay. So this guy bid 10 X what it's clearly worth. And the buyer's not even taking that. And the reason is the holder is wealthy and wants the domain more than they want $30,000. It means more to them than $30,000. And so this other wealthy guy, he's either going to have to keep up in his bid to whatever she wants, right. or you just cannot have it, right? And so this is the first time that I've seen uh, where this exact scenario that I believe is going to play out thousands and thousands of times in the near future, it's officially happened. We can see it. We can. See. The other interesting part about this one is because it's on the digits, digits do have a floor, right? Name, there's no floor for names, right? No name is comparable to another name, Right. You can't say, well, what's what's Mark worth versus John versus Adam? Like, you know, it's there's not really a way to say, but numbers, numbers are just numbers. So it's it's easier to say. So the fact that we saw the 10x bid and it still not be taken, this is gonna happen on John.eth, Adam.eth, all those obvious ones, and it's gonna be it's gonna be bigger than that. It's not gonna be 10x, it's gonna be 50x. Because as ENS grows, if there's an Adam worth a hundred million dollars. How much is he going to pay to be the only Adam in the world who's Adam.eth on all the things that .eth are used for in the future, which is going to be a lot. So I don't know. I, I thought it was exciting. So now that since you didn't fully understand or knew what was going on before, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, the one thing that I think about initially is just it makes sense when one plus one doesn't always equal three. So with the with the board ape, with the number, and then the actual number ENS together, like so let's say, what's the floor on the board apes? Do you think like to buy one, the two five right now? It's it's around a hundred grand. Let's call it something like that, hundred grand. So a hundred grand for that, and let's say it's you know thirty grand for um, let's let's assume they sold the two five two three and and it sold for that, right? So so one's worth a hundred, one's worth thirty, but when you bring them both together, and let's say that person wants to sell their board ape in the future, it like the value there then created of you getting two could be worth 200 or 300, right? It's not just the 100 plus the 30. It's this vertical integration of bringing multiple ENS together where it's not just one plus one equals two. Now it's one plus one equals seven, 
So that that, that could that actually is a go really good point. Yeah, man, I'm super smart because I don't pay attention. Yeah. So, but you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it's like it's the same reason why it makes sense for certain businesses to just buy other businesses and bring them in to be vert vertically integrated because now yeah. it makes their business more valuable. So, I, I can see a hundred percent your point about the names, but just thinking with the numbers themselves, if you're somebody like it's a package deal now, right? Yeah. For certain things that could be really interesting in the future, because as we all know, like these are, they're not just uh, JPEGs, right? They're, they're investable assets that other people want to buy. And it's a community and somebody would pay money to be in that community. And now as part of the package to be in the board ape two, three, two, five, I can get that plus the two, three, two, five, domain ENS, like that's way more valuable than the guy who has board ape two, three, two, four or whatever. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's my initial thoughts on it. No, it's, I, it's funny you say that. Cause I haven't thought a ton deeply about that. I've seen a couple people mention this concept in Twitter on Twitter, and I kind of hadn't really dug in, but as you say that, I think that may make even more sense than you think, because in the world where this is going to go, I see a world where owning both, like, just like what this crypto punk person is doing, right. They have both that that is the ultimate status symbol, right? Because there, you know, a lot of ultimate, us in ES right. see a world where these four digit numbers are going to be worth 50 grand to a hundred grand just by themselves, having no, nothing to do with crypto punks or board apes or anything, just, just owning one of these being worth 50 to hundred grand. And so if you see a world where NFTs are all about status and showing, you know, however you want to look at that status, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, I'm rich. I'm whatever that, to be able to say, not only do I have a board ape, which will automatically give you crazy status, not only do I have a four digit number giving me crazy status, I have the matching ones because right. that could be the ultimate status because you see a world where it's like, how many, okay, there's 10,000 board apes and there's 10,000 crypto punks. How many board apes or crypto punks, whatever, have the matching four digit number? right? Mm -hmm. It'll probably end up being in the low hundreds, maybe right. at some point, right? And so now it's like, you're just you're not just a crypto punk holder, a board ape holder, you're the the matching set holder, which puts what if you you're in the, the trifecta. What if you're the board ape? Crypto there are people punk trying to and, do that? Right? There's a guy doing so uh, I can't remember his number. He, he goes by a number on Twitter. But there's a guy who has he like buys tons of NFTs. And he tries to buy everyone his number. I know it starts with seven, but like, so he'll, he'll go, oh, I want to, you know, I'm going to get a doodle and he'll specifically go to the one with that number and only buy that one. Right. Well, there's is, certain aspects of that where it only, I think, I think there's going to be certain, like if it's his number, you know, somebody else, you're going to have to hope if you're ever, you might not be thinking through the investment lens. Right. But if you're thinking through the investment lens, you also got to take into account you want to buy something that there's a community created around it because otherwise if it's just a random number and I want to buy every NFT that has my number with it, well, somebody else might not like your number, right? If it's just stuff mm -hmm. related to your number, but if it has um, actually intrinsic value and it's community-based like CryptoPunks or Bored Apes, like I think that would be the, the key differentiator for those things to be bringing together and make them more valuable. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I think you're right. And it's funny because these people agree with you, right? They're, they're doing this because you're right now. Wh well, whether they're doing it just because it's an emotional thing, right? It's like, I just want this because I want to complete the set, right? Think of people right. who collect anything, right? Baseball cards, Pokemon cards, 
you know, whatever it is you collect, it's like, you want to feel like you have the set. And so there may be a world soon where the set, the most valuable set is the matching, uh, your crypto punk board, ape, whatever matching four digit number. And that, that it, it becomes that, th that intrinsic need to feel like I want to have the set, right? I don't want to know that there's something out there that I should have that I don't. Right. Right. And when you're wealthy, you do what it takes to get that feeling because the feeling is more important to you than money. Hundred percent. I mean, that, so, at the end of the day, that's what that's what it's all about for for this anyway. It's all about the status for for the large majority. It's not about the investment. But yeah, I always think through the yeah. investment lens. So that's good stuff, dude. Yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah. It's it's great to see it. Check out my thread, or if you want a little more detail, and you can see the link. You can kind of look at their the wallets and you know figure out who these people are and whatnot. But um, but yeah, it's exciting. Oh, by the way, last last thing before we go. Um, it was just, it's not officially announced. It's more like been reported on that Amazon is going about to make a big push into NFTs. Uh, that this was announced or reported on yesterday from some sources. I saw it in Blockworks, which is a great uh, new source. And they said they had four sources confirming this. So it, you know, we don't hundred percent know yet, but that this is not the implication was this is not some, you know, minor thing that Amazon's going to dip their toe. It was kind of like they're, they're ready to be serious in the space. So okay. that, I mean, that's a big, if they do that, and this is what I think kind of comes back to the ENS thing. What people need to keep in mind for all of crypto, NFTs and ENS as well, it's only going to take, you know, I mean, we don't know if, it, if it's just Amazon or maybe someone else or, but like, once we get that push again, this positive momentum push of like, oh, wait, no, this is not all a scam. Yes, this is all legit. And then like, oh yes, ENS, Holy crap, these have investment potential. Things could just go very, very rapidly back quick, up. Quick. Yep. Right. Very quick. And and I'm I'm expecting that to happen at some point under some catalyst. I Amazon could be a big one. Um, but but just be prepared for that. Don't, you know, I think a lot of people kind of ha have this mindset in this space of like, oh, you know, I'll kind of wait and see how it goes. And, you know, yeah, that that can be okay in some ways, but also you when the market's down like this, you want to be prepared to benefit from that upside when you're deep in the space, right? If you're listening to this, you probably know more than 99.9% .9 of people about ENS. You might as well take advantage of that. Right. right? Yeah, no, that's good stuff, man. Well, yeah. looks like a good place to wrap for another day. But if, if yeah. you're out there for all the listeners, you know, um, listening to us here, obviously, they're in touch with you on Twitter, but don't forget to check out the YouTube channel. There are a lot of yep. YouTube shorts going out, TikTok, Instagram, ENSHQ. We're everywhere. Um, basically everywhere. You're going to see something every single day. So don't forget to, to check in there. But until next time, man, good stuff today. And uh, looking awesome. forward to chatting again soon. Let's do it. All right. All right. We'll see you Thanks, later. Mike. See ya.